Welcome to the Creating Your Best Self podcast. We're your hosts, David N. Johnson. And I'm T. LaVon Lawrence. The Creating Your Best Self podcast is all about personal change. It's about creating the very best version of yourself so that you can help others achieve the same. It's about living your life with intent, gratitude, and a deep level of self-worth and happiness. Today, we'll discuss the first of the four pillars of living your best life. In this episode, we're going to talk about spirituality and how to define and connect with your life's purpose. While spirituality doesn't necessarily have to mean religion, some people see it that way, and that's okay. How we express our own spirituality is deeply personal to each one of us. It changes and evolves over time. Spirituality refers to the way we as humans seek and express meaning and purpose. It's the way we experience our connectedness to the moment, to self, to others, and to what we dream is important or sacred. Are you ready to embark upon this journey of self-discovery with us? If so, stay tuned. The Creating Your Best Self podcast is all about the four pillars of living your best life. We've only hinted at the four pillars up until now, but it defines everything that we do here. It's how we live a balanced life of self-worth, connectedness, health, purpose, relationship with self and others, and of course our careers. It's how we create a life of deep personal significance. It's how we create happiness and joy. It's how we create meaningful relationships. It's how we create a life well-lived. Spirituality is the first pillar followed by health, relationships, and your career. During these next four episodes, we're going to discuss how the four pillars of living your best life connect with each other, but more importantly, how they connect with you and your life. From this episode forward, we will, at the beginning of each show, tell you which of the four pillars of living your best life that particular episode is about. The four pillars of living your best life are interconnected with all four pillars needed to create your best life. But we'll get into more of that during the part four of the series. So spirituality is the first pillar for a reason. Without your spiritual core, which we will talk about here in just a minute, we, we can't have the kind of outward relationships that are important to living a good life. You can't be healthy. Not, not truly healthy because true health is both physical and mental. And your career will suffer because you aren't connected with your bigger purpose your life will lack true meaning. There are three aspects of spirituality that we will discuss during this episode. They are relationships. Uh, the most important one, of course, is the ones you have with yourself, uh, your core values, and of course, your purpose. In a minute, T and I will start to unpack each one of these. Uh, these three aspects form the foundation of your spiritual core. Think of your, think of your spiritual core as you would your physical core strength. Your physical core uh, is a group of muscles that stabilize and control uh, the pelvis and the spine. So it's it's less about your strength and much and, and, and how much you can bench and more about being able to maintain the body's posture. Your core strength helps you to get off the floor. It helps you to stand up. It helps you to sit. It promotes efficient movement and improves performance. It allows you to be more resilient and less prone to injury. Now, this is exactly how I want you to think about your spiritual core. It makes you more resilient and less prone to injury. Dude, that's awesome. I think so, too. That's why I said it. That's why I said <laughs> that's, it. Right? That's real. I like that. So, when, you're, when your spiritual core is strong, 
You're better able to withstand everything that life throws at you. You're better equipped to handle the weight that would crush another. It gives your life purpose and meaning so that if, if and when something traumatic happens, you have a clear direction in which to go. Again, your spiritual core consists of three different components, relationship with self, uh, your core values, and your purpose. So let's go ahead and get right into it then. T, go ahead and start us off with, with how having a strong personal relationship with yourself is so important to your spiritual core. Dave, when it comes to the day-to-day -day experience of your spiritual life, there are two types of relationships that you should focus on and for the most practical reasons. First, there's the relationship that you have with yourself. Second, there are the relationships and connections that you have with others. The challenge here is that any relationship you have with others starts with how you connect with yourself. Every major faith and practical philosophy highlights the importance of detaching your mind from the busy activity of the day in order to turn your attention inward so that you can remove the blindness from your own eyes before trying to remove the splinter from another person's eye. This, of course, takes into account that you may be part of a religion where the priority is a direct connection through worship. But the reason for that relationship remains for your own personal growth, because according to each religion, you are the one filled with flaws and your spiritual work must apply to you first. Your relationship to the divine, your spiritual practice, should be designed to minimize, repair, or remove those flaws that you become in, so that you become increasingly moral, upstanding, giving, loving, fruitful, and happy all of which are had by removing the mental obstacles that interfere with experiencing that kind of life. If you neglect to work at turning your attention inward to make your interior life easier, more enjoyable, and less troubled, then you will have no choice but to give and share the fruits of that neglect. Spiritual work makes your relationships better from the inside out by improving your relationship with yourself as you strive to build a clearer connection to what you believe to be the source of higher power that inspires and transforms you into a better person. Your spiritual effort at becoming a living example of the higher power you worship improves your inner relationship with yourself by gradually dismantling old mental states old beliefs, and old values that contradict or interfere with your inner peace. Your sense of self-worth, your sense of value, of esteem, morality, generosity, and even romance all depend on the kind of interior experience that you, you in turn reflect outward to others. Your personal level of self-confidence, competence, self-worth and motivation to fully express yourself will always change and expand to the boundaries of a paradigm, the limits or freedoms of your spiritual or philosophical beliefs. As you work to embody what you find divine, your outward expression towards others and their reactions toward you change to compensate for your personal growth. As you form a deeper connection to what is true, right, good, selfless and unique, your relationships with others evolve to become more true, right, good, selfless, and unique. The first beneficiary of your spiritual experience, of course, is you. 
You cannot give to others what you do not first possess for yourself. And as you become better through your higher inner relationship with what you call divine, as you broadcast on that higher frequency, your experience of the world itself becomes better. One of the main reasons your experience becomes better is because your mind begins to perceive, to feel, and to react, not according to your old thinking, but according to the new thinking that results from your inner work. In other words, life gets better because you begin to see things from a higher, wider perspective and you, that you gain by climbing higher internally. Spiritual effort, that is, turning your attention inward to connect with something higher, greater, or better than yourself is the very key to becoming the higher, greater, better self that you wish to create. In other words, you become better outwardly towards others by turning the light of your attention to a source of that betterment and allowing it to shape and mold your thoughts, feelings, and habitual behaviors. Man, that's, a, that's some good stuff right there. It really, it really makes you think. It really gives me a lot to think about and to unpack. Yeah. Uh, if I could add anything, it would be that our external relationships are an extension of our internal relationships. Exactly. Right. So yep. if, you, if, if we don't like ourselves, then we can't have the kind of relationship with others that are anything but. They can't be the kind of relationships that we need to live our best lives. If you don't have good relationships in life, then look at the one you have with yourself first. It all stems from there. Yep. So each one of us, we, we wear a social mask. It's a mask created by our desire to fit in. It's a construct of who we are, but only the pieces that we feel will be accepted by others. This is why self-compassion and love are so very important. They give you room to grow. They give you room to make mistakes. They allow you to be more authentic with who you are so that you can build the kind of meaningful relationship with others that reflect your own personal values. So speaking of personal values, the very first, uh, the second, the second aspect of uh, your spiritual core um, is personal values. So what matters the most to you? What are your guiding principles? Knowing who you are and what you value makes life's decisions much easier to make. Your values are a set of beliefs or opinions that influence how you live your life. They characterize who you are as an individual and they really help to guide your response to situations and how you set your goals going forward. Yep. Your values are an important building block of who you are as a person. They really make up who you are as much as they make up your spiritual core. Uh, psychologist Barb Markway says that values are the principles that give our lives meaning and allow us to persevere through adversity. So your core values are influenced by a lot of things. They're influenced by life experiences. Uh, they tend to change over time as we grow and as our personal lives developed. So a few values to think about, and there are, there are lots of them, but they can be related to like achievement, creativity, growth, authenticity, intelligence, kindness, community, well-being, and, and many more. So, so if I were to ask you the question, what do you value the most? You could probably rattle off a few of them really pretty quickly, but have you ever done the deep work and really, really define them? Yeah, maybe yeah. that's why. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it takes work. That's why. <laughs> so, so if you if you haven't done this, I want you to take the time uh, to write them down. So we actually have a list of values at creatingyourbestselfpodcast.com forward slash value list. Now that's a value list without a space. So it's creatingyourbestselfpodcast.com slash 
slash value list. So take a look at that list and write down anything that resonates with you and then add any others that, that may not be on that list. I think there are over 200 on that list, but you know, it's, it's not exhaustive. So to help you through this, start asking yourselves three very specific questions. So the first one is like, what inspires me to take action? So our core values tend to reveal, reveal themselves through our actions. Can you think of any situation that required you to take a stand for something? Think about why you felt so strongly about the situation and why you felt the need to take a stand. Uh, question number two is, is who do I admire? Who are some positive role models in your life? Uh, who do you look up to? When you think about them, what is it about them that inspires you? Yeah. Question number three, in what situations do I feel most like myself, most alive? That's a good question. It is. I mean, ask yourself those questions, right? So, uh, so when you're in the moment that makes you feel the most authentic, that's a really, really strong indicator that you are in alignment with your own personal values. Who are you with? What were you doing? What were the positive emotions that you felt during those experiences? So now that you've written down your values, I want you to start expanding on them just a little bit. You know, so for instance, if you chose accountability, I want you to write like just one sentence or more. It's up to you. But write one sentence about accountability. It could say something like, I will always hold myself accountable for my actions, no matter how bad they make me feel or look. Yeah. So if you have lots of values, say like 10 or, or, or maybe more, you know, start to narrow them down to your most important values, the ones that make you, you. Now, I remember asking a hypothetical question a few years, year goes, a few years back to my, to my kids, and it went something kind of like this. It's like, how many of your values can you remove and still be you? As you define your top values, ask yourself which of these define who you are. Now, of course, now that you defined your values, I don't want you to stop there. I mean, what good are values if they don't motivate you into action? Values without action aren't really values at all, which is why it's important that you understand that values and personal integrity are connected via action. An example would be that if you said wellness was one of your core values, then you must start to actively pursue a life of wellness. It should become one of your top priorities this is the basis of building a strong spiritual core action. So start setting goals for each of your values. Start thinking of ways that you can live them out. Become what you value. Let them guide you through life. Let them direct your way forward. This is the basis of personal authenticity. Through intentional living in sync with your values, you'll begin to feel a level of happiness and peace that you have never, never felt before. You'll be more in flow. You'll be more connected with your spirituality. I suggest that you, you, you look back at these core values from time to time, which is why I ask you to write stuff down. And I know I tell you this a lot, and I'm going to continue to tell this a lot, but you want to make sure that you write them down so that you can take a look at it. Go back and take a look at these from time to time. Adjust as needed. Or if you feel that you've fallen off course, readjust your life and align your internal compass in the direction you should go. Either way, adjust. Yeah. So T, let's, let's talk about purpose. Purpose. Under, the, the, the key thing for me when it comes to purpose is understanding what your purpose is. And through your spiritual work, you can make that determination. Your life's purpose is one unifying theme or idea that exemplifies your goals in life. Uh, it's a mental template of who you want to be, 
what you want to do and who you want to become in your life and who you want to have in your life. Uh, it provides a filtering lens, your purpose does, so that when you wake up each day, you are determined to behave and connect with other people in a way that confirms and solidifies the vision that you have for your life. Your purpose is the life focus, your intentional perspective that you commit yourself to each and every day. Your purpose comes with a set of consistent standards through which and by which you act upon and judge all your day's activities to determine if you are on course or veering off course. The purpose you adopt may be one which is inherited from the religious, spiritual, or philosophical system that you embrace, or it might be a purpose of your own creation that you decide upon as a result of your study, reading, and training. Uh, purpose consists of three things. You got to understand what your purpose is. You got to honor what you love and you've got to recognize when you go off course. Now, when it comes to honoring what you love, part of the purposefulness is making a daily priority to give as much of your attention as possible to becoming who you want to be, what you want to do, and to have what you want in your life. This kind of mental and emotional prioritization habit it tends to keep you focused on the things that make you happy and to which you can pour your passion and joy. While it naturally moves you further away from situations and people that drain your emotions and distract you from taking effective action. This is where you rely on your ability to be mindful. That is, to begin to pay attention to your thoughts and your feelings in the present moment without always getting caught up in and carried off by stormy emotions. For me, it brings to mind the Star Wars movie and of course. how the yeah, of course, and how the Jedi masters <laughs> would always be giving their apprentice learners grief about searching and being constantly aware of their thoughts and their feelings so that they're not misled into bad situations and they remain alert for both threats and opportunities. Your brain and central nervous system possess a goal-seeking mechanism designed to motivate you toward what makes you feel wonderful fulfilled, significant, and, and happy. Uh, this reticular activating system, is what they call it, allows you to perceive opportunities for easy progress that you were blind to before you created your purpose. The more you allow yourself to stiff arm and reject distractions to your purpose, the easier and faster your forward progress will be and the more fulfilling your days will be your work will be better, and your relationships will be more fulfilling. The third part of purpose is to start to recognize when you go off course. Once you've decided on your purpose, your reticular activating system acts like a targeting receiver that tracks whether or not you are on course. And it informs you of your situation by sending emotions your way, either pain or pleasure to some degree. What you'll discover by paying attention to the feelings you get throughout the day in relation to your work and relationships is that when you are on course, when you are aligned with your purpose, your feelings uh, are positive. And when you're off course, the goal-seeking mechanism will broadcast pain and discomfort signals. By designing your activities and the people you connect with in a way that supports your purpose, you will experience a great deal more positive emotional experiences. 
The good news is that the negative emotional experiences that occur because your brain knows full well that you're slacking, they're also useful messages for warning you to get back on course so that those emotional signals shift toward the positive once again. Yeah, so once again, a lot to unpack there, but uh, there's there's so much there's so much to kind of look at, and you know our focus at this particular uh, this particular moment is these next four are going to be about the pillars, and we talked about this. I talked about this in the very beginning, mm-hmm. and we understand that the, the four pillars encompass a ton. Spirituality encompasses a ton, and so there's really no way that any any one episode, any ten episodes, we really can focus on the importance of spirituality and, and how to be more spiritual in your everyday life. However. You know, we we feel that this is a very very good beginning, a very good start. And like I said earlier, we're gonna make sure that when any time, every single episode going forward, we're going to we're going to really focus and let you know in the beginning what it, what is it focusing on? Is it spirituality? Is it health? Is it relationships? Or is it your career? So well, I'm glad we started out with this one first because the truth of the matter is, without spirituality, the other three pillars will just be empty. Absolutely. Yep. You have to you have to know your direction. You have yeah. to you everything that you have outwardly is an expression of who you are inwardly. Exactly. All right. Yep. So so the key to un, uncovering your life's purpose is to believe that you're worthy enough to have one. Now I'm going to say that again cuz I think this is important. Yeah. The key to uncovering your life's purpose is to believe that you're worthy enough to have one. I know a lot of people even in their in their 30s, 40s and 50s who don't believe that they deserve to have their own purpose. Like they have no right. Absolutely. They think because someone tells them that they're not smart enough or they feel that they're not significant enough to have a purpose, they just go through life purposefulness. Or they're stuck in some group or a herd who has handed them a purpose that is not the perfect fit for them. Absolutely. And maybe we shouldn't get into herds. We know how you feel about that. (laughs) (laughs) So... The whole thing is there will be enough other people telling you that you're unworthy, but the only opinion on that that really matters is yours. Yes. That's all that matters. So really start to redraw your boundaries. Tell somebody about what you desire. Share your purpose with somebody you trust. Get it out of you. Start somewhere. Don't allow your purpose to dry up and die inside of you because you're too afraid to share your dirty little secret. But I will say this, don't share with somebody who's a dream killer because they'll make sure that you don't get that purpose to come. Right. That's why, that's why in the beginning, share your purpose with somebody you trust because you want to share it with somebody you trust because that person is going to, they're going to motivate you. They're going to, they're going to have your back. Then, then once you're, once you're strong on your purpose, once you've really shared it, then I want you to share it with the world. I want you to get it. I want you to get it out. Do not let it dry up. Do not let it die inside you. Let share it become it with the world. a part of your identity, period. That's right. So learn to let go of that feeling of not being good enough. Do not be afraid to share who you are and what your purpose is with the world. Stand your ground. Show us your self-worth, your self-confidence, and stop hiding your light away from the world. Stop trying to shield us from its light because you think we won't like its color or its brightness. This is about living your purpose, your calling. Once you find the courage to step out of your own shadow, your sense of meaning and purpose will be amplified. And you know what? The world will be a better place. Once you do that, you'll learn that your purpose isn't something that you do. Your purpose is something that you are. It's not an action. 
It's not a career. It's how you live your life. It's how you engage with the world around you. It's your voice. It's how you add value to your life and to the lives of others. Your purpose is a major, major component of your spiritual core and is the only way it can be fully realized is when you understand that you are worthy to have a purpose. You need you. I need you. The world needs you and your unique your unique contribution to it. I feel like I need a mic to drop. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Amen, brother. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. We appreciate your time and we are eternally grateful for you spending it with us. In next week's episode, we'll be discussing the second pillar of living your best life, how to live a physically and mentally healthy life. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing, sharing, favoriting, or heck, all of the above. As always, keep living your best life. Keep pushing and never give up on your dreams. We'll Woo-hoo! see you in the next episode. <laughs>